Listen on for a really candid look at how a business is pivoting after all those iOS 14 issues. It's the e-commerce master plan podcast here to help you solve your marketing problems and grow your e-commerce business. Cutting through the hype to bring you inspiration and advice from the e-commerce sector and beyond. Here's your host, Chloe Thomas. Hello and welcome. It's great to have you here and I hope that you're surviving the Black Friday Cyber Monday experience all right. Our guest today is going to be sharing some really fascinating insights into how he's pivoting his business as a result of the iOS 14 changes. And he's on the show because he was recommended to us by the awesome team at SMS Bump. Many of our guests come from recommendations from SaaS companies and agencies. So if you work with e-commerce brands and you'd like to get a mention like SMS Bump just have on this show, then I would love to hear from you. Just get in touch with me, probably via LinkedIn, and I'll explain the easiest ways to get your clients onto our show. As I said, great guest coming up who is going to be sharing the journey his business is taking in a big old pivot this year. Now, he has quite a sizable business. They're seven figures, but the tactics he's outlining are something which any business can do, however small or however large you are, to create a proper, true marketing-focused business rather than just a straightforward advertiser. If you're wondering what on earth I'm on about, stay tuned. He's about to explain all. And please do listen to the end of the episode so you don't miss out on our guest's top tips, which are frequently described as one of the best bits of the show. And in this case, I think really, really uh, give you the goods. And you'll also get my own take on this episode if you listen to the end as well. Getting an online business off the ground is not easy. So if you find yourself working late, tackling a to-do list that's a mile long with your fifth cup of coffee by your side, remember, great email doesn't have to be complicated. That's what Klaviyo is for. It's the email and SMS platform built to help e-commerce brands earn more money by creating genuine customer relationships. Once you set up a free Klaviyo account, you can start sending beautiful branded messages in minutes, thanks to drag and drop design templates and built-in guidance. And with e-commerce specific recommendations and insights, you can keep growing your business as you go. Get started with a free account at klaviyo.com forward slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. And now to introduce today's special guest. Bishoy Keller is the founder and CEO at Truewood, a Canadian wooden watches brand. Selling on Shopify, they're on a mission to provide as much value to the world as possible, which includes planting over 880. 80,000 trees so far. Founded in 2016, they now are doing about $3 million a year in sales. Hello, Bishoy. Hi, thanks for having me, Chloe. Appreciate it. It's awesome to have you on the show and congrats on hitting that massive seven-figure figure. That must have been a blast over the last few years. Sure was. We've been working hard for the last five, six years now, and we're looking to see what we can do in the next five or six years. Excellent. Well, look, how did you end up in e-commerce? What what led you to this industry? So it's kind of a funny story. We started this in our last semester of school and university, so we had jobs lined up. We were ready to go. You know, I was, my background is computer science and business. So I had a job in IT lined up and, you know, we just kind of didn't want to do the whole nine to five thing. And I know this is like a recurring theme. Every e-commerce owner has some sort of 
nine to five, hating that, hating that life. But I mean, yeah, we, we kind of used our last semester of school as our, our last opportunity to kind of figure things out and be our own bosses, work for ourselves. We started a bunch of stores before this one. It was to be, to be honest, it was just a way for us to make money at the beginning. And what we quickly found is if you're not super passionate about the stuff you're doing, when things aren't going so well, you end up losing motivation. You end up stop. You, you end up just giving up on it. So that's why the I feel like the beginning, the f- first couple businesses we started failed. And then we kind of fell on wooden products and fell in love with you know the whole wooden uniqueness of the different grains. The that no two watches are alike, no two pieces of wood are alike, and so we kind of combined our love for the uniqueness of wood with our love for watches and we started Truewood. Nice. And that need for passion, was that both about the quality of the wood and the sustainability angle? Because you were pretty early in 2016 bringing that into a business. Yeah. So we, our, our philosophy with the whole tree planting, we're, we're not like absolute tree activists, tree huggers, but we just wanted to come up with something that gives back to what we're taking. So our products are made out of wood. We are using trees in them, but we wanted to give back 10,000 times more than what we're taking. So like a tree can make maybe, you know, 10,000 watches and we're planting 10 trees for every watch sold. And so we're giving tens of thousands back and we just didn't, we wanted to have a net positive impact on the environment and not take more than we were giving. You know what I mean? That's the whole idea behind the 10 trees. And do you find your customers really resonate with that? Is it for them? Is it like the reason they're choosing your product or is it an added value that just tweaks them over that buy button? So that that's actually a big thing that we're, we were focused on now is figuring that out. And what we found is it's, I think it's just an extra step. It's not the core reason why people are buying our products, but people love to have an impact on the world. And, you know, it's not our company isn't like Tentree, which is like another company that's sole purpose is planting ten trees for everything that they sell. And it's like we're we're true wood watches, a cool wooden watch slash accessories company that also does good for the environment. So it's a nice bonus add-on, I feel, that our customers do love. Now you mentioned and accessories because you've expanded the range beyond watches. So can you let us know a little bit about the the expanded range and why you decided to expand as well? Yeah, so that's something we've been super we're working on a lot this year is just kind of rebranding ourselves and and redefining ourselves in the industry as rather than just Truewood watches, we want to be Truewood accessories and sell as many different product categories as we can in ter- within the accessory space. So right now we offer sunglasses, bracelets, rings and necklaces, uh, wallets even. And we're coming out with a bunch of new categories this year as well. Or sorry, early next year where it's like, you know, just having a whole ecosystem of cool wooden products that we sell that accessorize people's lives. And I'm guessing that's in order to sell more to the existing customer base as much as anything else? That, and I think, if I'm going to be frank, I think the watch industry is not is not looking so bright in the future. It's like a lot of people are moving toward tech. And personally, even me, like I, I have an Apple watch and I do wear my, my Apple band, which is a true wood Apple band. It's a wooden Apple band that we came out with. And the thing is like, when you have a fitness tracker on your wrist, it really occupies that space for life because people want to track their stats. They want to 
be able to track their calories and everything that they're doing. So with this whole direction that the industry's moving into with just high tech, you know, like smart fitness bands are a, a different way for us to get into that market and keeping the love for watches uh, intact. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you can kind of, you can continue with the watch's vision, but you're future-proofing yourselves as well as offering the alternatives to the customers by going into those other categories. Exactly. Yeah. Just because I, I see a huge uptick in, in uh, fitness bands that, or fitness watches that people are wearing nowadays. Yeah. No, you, you could drive yourself slightly mad by trying to create a uh, you know, a strap for every single one because you're not really in control of your own direction then, are you? Exactly, exactly. So we're focused right now on the Apple side of things. They occupy a large share, share of the market. So that's the one we're mainly focused on right now. Yeah, that's the one I guess is the one worth doing. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. And um, you've, you've had an interesting time with the iOS 14 updates, right? Yeah, so this last year has been really tough, and I might—I mean, like the the days of just tossing up ads and saying "shop now, fifty percent off" or whatever are over. Which is honestly, a lot of people are looking at this as, as a negative thing, where it's like, you know, oh my god, my sales are dropping. I don't know what to do. We're going to go out of business, type of thing. But the the, the opportunity this actually lends to us is it's it's kind of cleaning out the market of all the. The, the like the bad sort of marketing tactics and the lack of brands and just like drop shipping like crappy products and it's mm -hmm. just like i think this is a great opportunity for those that are willing to build a true company and a true brand to excel and and pivot into becoming something that actually provides value to the end customer rather than being a quick get money get quick get get rich quick scheme so that's how yeah. we're looking at this right now and so right now we kind of stuck back from the whole marketing aspect of things in terms of actual within the facebook platform within the google platform and focusing on the actual messaging and the content we're creating to actually solidify ourselves as a real brand rather than just a shop that always has sales. You know what I mean? I do. And I think, think you make a really interesting point around it is that, yeah, there's a lot of, there's plenty of noise in the industry about how this is awful and all the rest of it, but actually it, it all comes, you know, surviving it, thriving through it comes back to the fundamentals of building a business, the fundamentals of successful marketing. And it is going to leave a lot of the less, interesting, the less quality businesses are going to fall by the way wayside. And mm -hmm. if you can double down on the reason for the business, the quality of the product, the messaging, like you're saying, then it's it's completely survivable. Mm -hmm. and, and this kind of lights a fire under you because, you know, let's say uh, this was 2018, you know, you didn't really need to learn how to be a true marketer, a good marketer. All you had to do was learn the Facebook ads platform, learn Google, toss up a couple ads, click a couple buttons, and you were kind of making money at that point. So the the opportunity here in terms of learning, in terms of actually getting in the heads of your customers, becoming a true marketer rather than just an advertiser is huge if you're willing to put in the work and learn that stuff. So how have you gone about learning it? I mean, clearly there's the range expansion is kind of one of the outcomes of this, but how have you gone about getting deeper into the, the you know, what your customers want, what they care about? So this whole year, I've been reading a ton of marketing books and not just like, you know, at, like how to toss up ads, but more, more about the psychology of marketing, learning your target market uh, and tar tar learning about your target audience, 
clarifying your message. Copywriting is such, I, before this, before this year, I never even looked at copywriting, not once. Like it was just something that, you know, oh, it probably makes sense for service-based businesses where they don't have pictures and videos to showcase their products. But copywriting is such an important thing that I learned this year and is that, you know, having the right message tied to the right product, to the right person is what is a true business is founded upon. And so I think this year I've been focusing a ton on learning new actual marketing rather than just being an advertiser and, and copywriting is huge, clarifying our message. Like right now, a big thing we're doing is writing our brand script, which is from a book I read um, called uh, Building a Story Brand. And it's just like, figuring out who our hero is who and, and positioning ourselves as the guide on how we can turn this person from what they don't want to be to who they really want to be and it's kind of tougher to do in the fashion space i feel it's not like you know when when you're in the fashion space you're not really running a business that has a clear direct problem like a plumber or you know, I have my toilet mm -hmm. that's clogged, I'll unclog it for you. So it's so easy in that <laughs> sense, you know what I mean? For those service-based business. And you know, grass, grass is always greener on the other side. They definitely have their own problems too. And writing that story of your brand, it's it's one of those things which it's considerably easier to do it for someone else than mm -hmm. it is to do it for you. So much, so hard to do it for yourself. For and as a, as a business who've you know, as someone who's grown a business by being an advertiser, by being good at Facebook ads and and you know targeting and Google and uh, Google ads optimization and all the rest of it, a lot of people who are good at that stuff find it really really hard to shift into the creative stuff because it's kind of like the left brain right brain stuff. Mm -hmm. How have you found that move? Because it sounds to me like you're pretty enthralled and excited by it. Oh yeah, I'm super excited by it. it I mean. Right now, I am I am a pretty analytical person. I know I'm not as creative as I'd wish to be, but I think what we're what we're doing now is we're looking for the right people that can help us with this. So th that's kind of our philosophy in business in general is focus on what you're great at, uh, which is the whole analytics side of things, the whole the whole number side of things, and actually bring people onto your team, whether that be as a contractor or as permanent in-house employee where they actually do things that you can't personally do or do it better than you. And so that's what we're focused on right now. We just hired our first copywriter last week. And so we're super excited about what they come up with and, and how to help us clarify our brand message. We have an idea, but to polish it and make it look sexy for the end consumer is our goal here. So you've, You've read a lot. You've learned a lot. You're hiring people to fill those gaps and to bring that knowledge and you know that skill set into the business. Have you done much in the way of talking to the customer in some way or another, or learning from them? Yeah. So we actually been doing that a lot this year, which is something we've never done before. I mean, we've sent out like a pretty cheap survey, like it wasn't anything special, and now we're like. Based on that, we based on all the books I've read, based on all the research I've done, we've come up with a great survey that we're send we've sent to customers, and we're we're just starting to receive responses back. We're, we're even our even our whole marketing direction has changed. It's rather rather than just sending out emails that are like, "Hey, shop now, sale." It's more about community building and you know having month like a little challenge. So we actually just sent out a challenge last week. Is like. Uh, why do you tell us why you bought from Truwood? What 
why you love Truewood and people sent in video responses and it's just super motivating to see how how many people actually love your stuff it, like it actually gives them a face behind the company rather than than just being like a black box where it's just like to an organization versus end customer you you're getting like you're connecting to real people which which is something i love so would it be fair to say you're kind of completely rebuilding the business as yeah, a result from, of the ios changes exactly so we're we're honestly we're building it from the ground up uh we we took a complete step back i, I mean sales have dropped i'm not gonna i'm not gonna sugarcoat it and so for us, I mean, we're luckily we have a decent amount of cash to be able to pull us through while we're building this back end. But yeah, I mean, this is this is like the pullback of the slingshot, and we're ready to go in a, in a year or two. We're just we're building it up on the back end right now. So many people, you know, whether it was the iOS fourteen issue or whether it was another issue in their business, wouldn't have the balls, the foresight, the presence of mind to go. Actually, we've got some cash let's let's build ourselves back for the slingshot we're going to have a bad year mm-hmm. uh, in, in you know high level terms but mm-hmm. actually we're going to in, have an investment year a restructuring year how did you how did you come to that decision so at the beginning of this year it was kind of a pivotal moment for me as like not even just for the business but for me personally it was like it, if i want to continue doing this company for the rest of my life or for the foreseeable future, it cannot just be a shop that is made to just make money. It has to provide value to the end customer. And so if I cannot get behind that, it's either wrap this thing up, maybe exit, or actually actually build a real company. And so I set out at the beginning of this year, our only goal was to break even. Uh, it was not to make any profit this year. And the reason for that is, is rather than hoarding all this cash that we've made in the last few years, our goal was to actually reinvest it into the company and build a true brand that I could be proud of in the long term rather than just being a money-making machine. And so I sat with myself at the beginning of the year, you know, everyone does their New Year's resolution, sits there and writes their plan for the year. And we did that, me and my business partner. And, and then we decided like we are passionate about what we sell. We love our products. We love the whole process. We just are approaching it in the wrong way and need to focus more on the back end, more on the community, more on the value building to the end customer, less focused on the results in terms of sales and, and profits and all those nitty gritty numbers. And I think that will come naturally as a result of actually building a true brand, a true community. And you starting to see the, um, the outputs of that, you know, I mean, as as we're recording, we're in September, people listen mm-hmm. to this in November. So you kind of had, uh, what, eight months of pivoting. Mm-hmm. How are you, are you starting to see some rewards coming through from that? Yeah, even not even just monetary rewards, but even fulfillment wise, like personal fulfillment for us and for our employees as well. It's not like, you know, let me go online. I'm doing my eight hours, click the buttons and and get out. You know, it's like people are actually loving what they do now within our organization. And it's like these, it's like kind of breathing a soul, breathing a life into the brand that people are happy to be a part of. And monetarily we have seen an uptick and it's, it's, it, this is such a long play in comparison to, you know, tossing up an ads, putting a budget up and hoping for the best. But 
this is more of our longer term play that we we know this isn't going to be a quick fix something that gets you know results right away and we're willing to put in the groundwork to build it up from the ground up again and you mentioned building the community now is that is that something tangible tangible i was gonna say tangible like a facebook group not entirely sure that's actually tangible chloe but um anyway you know is it some is it like a a community forum is there a place for it or is it more this this more amorphous idea of the Truewood community? Yeah, it's more of an idea of the Truewood community. So what what our values are, what we stand for, and also clarifying also who we're not for, you know? I mean, a lot lot of problems business owners have is nicheifying their company. They don't want to draw that line in the sand because my ideal customer is an ideal customer who would buy from me. I don't have an ideal customer. You know, that's like the typical business owner. If anyone's willing to buy, I'm happy to sell to them. And so right now it's like clarifying exactly who we're for and finding those people that we're for. And I think that also puts your marketing dollars a lot further because instead of having to drive thousands of people to your site at like a 2% conversion rate, which is pretty standard in the, in like the e-commerce industry. Now you can drive a lot less people, but they're super targeted and super passionate about your company and they become brand evangelists rather than just someone who bought one time. And what's the number one thing you're most pleased you did this year? It's, it's basically stopping all our evergreen sales and just focusing on like discounts and promotions and actually having conversations with end customers. Like right now we have monthly challenges, actually getting people involved and doing things in the outdoors and, and being a part of travel or like, even like we had one challenge one month, which is like, try a new food, send us a picture of it. We had a ton of responses that people sent back and it's just like, wow, people are actually like vibing with, our new direction of like actually having a conversation and and having people love, love us as a company, not just as a company that sold them a watch one time. You know what I mean? I do. I do. And I think many brands are scared of doing that. So Mm -hmm. I love that you're, you're actively doing it and seeing the results as well. Mm -hmm. So let's flip that question then. Is there, what's the the one thing you're most excited about that's going to be coming up for you guys, or you think is going to be coming up for you in 2023? So we're coming pretty close on our million tree goal. We've, when we first started the company, we had this goal set out and it's a super ambitious goal. We didn't even know, we didn't even have a sale yet. And we're like, let's, let's try to plant a million trees and, and see how that goes. And we're getting pretty close. Like you mentioned, we're at 880,000. And so we've been working on this for the last two years. We're coming out with a super limited edition collection. There's only made a hundred watches and it's going to be our million tree watch collection. And it's just, it's just for our truest loyal fans. And it's just as a, a commemorative piece for planting a million trees, which we've been working on for the last two years. So we're super excited. We're hoping to release it in 2023 if everything goes well. E-commerce Master Plan is supported by some of the greatest companies in the e-commerce sector. Here's a reminder of who they are. Cash is king. Are you tying up your capital with goods that take months to arrive? 
wave goodbye to cash flow headaches with Trade. They pay your supplier invoices up front and you pay Trade back up to four months later. This lets you free up capital to invest in your growth. No dilution, no complicated repayment scheme, just a transparent flat fee for each financed invoice. Learn more or apply to see if Trade can help your business grow at trade.io forward slash masterplan. Now, Trade is spelled T-R-E-Y-D. So that's T-R-E-Y-D dot I-O slash masterplan. We've all reached peak frustration at one point or another with Google Ads. You've created a beautiful campaign with all the right keywords and targeting and ads that are the perfect fit for your perfect customer. But the sales just aren't coming in and you just can't work out which Google Ads lever you should pull to fix it. Sound familiar? Well, thanks to my friends over at Specialist PPC Agency Digital Gearbox, you don't have to struggle any longer. Digital Gearbox take the hassle out of navigating the murky dark arts waters of Google Ads and right now they're offering a free in-depth account audit for anyone who might be stuck in a rut with their campaigns. To improve your Google Ads performance, please book your free audit today at digitalgearbox.co.uk forward slash masterplan. It's time for the top tips round. Okay, I love this section because it gives me and our listeners some really quick ideas for taking our businesses to the next level. Bishoy, are you ready for the top tips? Yeah, let's do it. Excellent. Apologies to anyone's dog. I went rather high there. So I'm sorry if that's, <laughs> you know, if that's, that's affected anyone listening. Um, back to normal voice now. Uh, the book top tip then. If everyone listening to this podcast agreed to take Friday off and read a book to make their business better, which book would you recommend? Yeah, I couldn't do I couldn't do just one book. It was two, and it's Contagious and Building a Story Brand. Those by far, I've read probably fifty business books in the last couple of years, and those two have stood out by miles. Yeah, they are kind of so crucial for what yeah. people want to do right now. Yeah, yeah. lovely recommendations. We'll yeah. let you have two as well. Thank okay, you. the traffic top tip: Which marketing method do you either prize above all others, or think doesn't get the press it deserves? I think it's it's word of mouth. It doesn't get the enough credit because it's harder to track, right? But I think if you have brand evangelists that go around and actually um, spread the word about your company rather than focusing on a digital world of CPCs, CPMs, and visitors, we tend to lose sight of the power of direct one-on-one communication with real people talking to real people. Yeah, I think it fits in really well with the community side of things mm-hmm. as well. And I guess mm-hmm. your challenges must get people talking too. Yeah. Why, why are you taking photos of your food? Well, because <laughs> Truewood told me to take photos of my food. Right. Okay, the tool top tip. Maybe a collaboration tool, a social media plugin, a phone app, or just a way of working. Is there a cool little tool that you use that makes you and your team more efficient from day to day? Yeah, I definitely have to go with Trello. So we, we run our entire business off Trello. We have boards for everything. Everyone has their own cards. And it's, it's basically, for those of those, for those who don't know, it's kind of like a to-do list thing, but it's a lot more collaborative with comments and, and, you know, check boxes. And it's just a tool we use every day, all day. I have a love-hate relationship with Trello, so I'm <laughs> so I'm in awe of anyone who can make it run a business. Okay. It's, uh, I know it's powerful. I know I should use it more, but love <laughs> uh, the growth top tip. If you met someone today who's focused on growing their e-commerce business from 100 orders per month to 1,000, what would be your number one tip for them? 
Hmm. So th this isn't going to be the quick fix, quick, click a button answer that everyone wants to hear, but I'd say focus on learning and being a real marketer and advertiser rather than, or sorry, a real marketer rather than just an advertiser, because anyone can learn how to, you know, run Google, run Facebook ads. And, and the true value behind any true company is how they market themselves and put themselves out there. And it's, and it's all about learning and learning the psychology behind selling and getting in the head of your target audience and finding out where they hang out and, you know, highly focus your message with a great offer to that person. I think that's, that loses sight in this whole digital space of direct PPC marketing. So I would definitely say learning to be a real marketer would be the best tip here. Definitely and essential for continued e-commerce success for the next five, 10 years, mm -hmm. I think as well. Mm -hmm. um, Bijoy, thank you so much for those top tips. Now, before we say goodbye, could you please let the listeners know where they can find you and your business on the web and social media, please? Yeah, for sure. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok as MyTruewood, no E and True. And our website is MyTruewood.com, no E and True. Excellent. Now, um, Bishoy, thank you so much for sharing so much and being so honest about your journey. Um, I suspect you've inspired a few people to uh, to stop flogging that dead ad's horse. Well, not quite dead, but you know, <laughs> di diversify and, as you said, become a proper marketer. So um, thanks so much for being on the show. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. It was a pleasure chatting with you. Amazing that Bisha is so willing to be so honest about how they're pivoting the business this year and those key areas they've gone into, you know, looking at the customers, learning from the customers, the surveys they're doing, clearly that's going to be an ongoing part of the business, re-educating himself and the effort he's put into that to shift from being purely about the ads to really getting to grips with the customer base and how they, you know, what's making them tick, what they should be doing, the messaging they should be using so they can move away from being, as he said, an evergreen sale, always on sale, always a discount. Love that idea of the challenges they're sending out to their, their user base. And, the, you know, the food one, totally unconnected from a wooden watch, let's be honest. But it's getting that engagement and it's getting the customers to respond and feel part of that community they're creating. And then, you know, they are hiring key team members to fill the gaps. So whilst he loved the ads world, he's learning this new world and hiring the people who have the skill set to enable him to capitalize on it. I think, you know, if you only take one thing away from this, take away the fact we need to become proper marketers now if we want to succeed in the future. You can get your hands on the notes from today's show, including the top tips and links to what we've mentioned by heading over to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast, or you can use our direct to episode link. So just put ECMP for ecommercemasterplan.info forward slash episode number into the URL bar and you'll go straight to the correct page on the website. Once you get to the website, please do add yourself to our email list because every week we share loads of cool things to help you improve your business. Now, if you liked this episode, do make sure you check out our other fashion and accessories episodes, which you can find a full list of them at ecmp.info forward slash fashion. And thank you so much for tuning into this and every episode that you do of the e-commerce master plan podcast. I bring you a new one of these interviews every week to both inspire and help you to succeed and thrive with your businesses, including progressing along that path to net zero and sustainability. 
So if you know someone this show can help, please tell them to listen to the e-commerce master plan podcast. I hope you have a lovely week and don't forget to keep optimizing. Thank you for listening to the e-commerce master plan podcast. Find out more at ecommercemasterplan.com slash podcast. If you're marketing an e-commerce brand, you already know that data changes everything. More data means more power. And if your email or SMS tools can't handle all that data, they're probably holding you back. That's where Clavio comes in. Its top-notch personalization and segmentation help you send the right message at the right time, guided by unlimited real-time data from your online store and tech stack. Request a demo at klaviyo.com forward slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan.